Welcome to the Voice Over Work podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services. Today is Sunday, January 9th, 2021. On the podcast today, we'll take a little deeper look into a book introduced in a previous podcast with a chapter-by-chapter look at Dopamine Detox Biohacking Your Way to Better Focus, Greater Happiness, and Peak Performance Written by Nick Trenton, narrated by Russell Newton Part 1. Dopamine and Your Brain Every single person reading this book will share one thing in common. They inhabit biological bodies. But there's something else they may or may not possess, and that's the ability to think consciously about their physical well-being. This awareness allows them to take proactive steps to strategize and improve on their life, no matter what kind of body they're working with. Biohacking is broadly defined as any attempt to improve, upgrade, or enhance the biological realities of human life. Originally, biohackers were renowned for DIY experiments with drugs, gene editing, or body modification techniques that fell far outside of conventional science and medicine. In time, however, ordinary people also acquired a taste for embracing their power to use science to improve on what nature endowed them with. In the chapters that follow, we'll be exploring three key areas in which the art of biohacking has been practiced, and several everyday ways that you can use these principles to your own advantage. Thankfully, you don't need to go to extremes to make drastic changes to your longevity, mood, mental faculties, self-discipline, and overall vitality. Whether it's a good sleep schedule and the right supplements, or a completely rebooted dopamine system, we'll explore practical and proven techniques for making the best of your life here and now. If you could do one thing to improve your life drastically, what would it be? There are countless books out there on self-discipline, productivity, self-esteem, purposeful living, emotional resilience, and more. But could there be something that underlies all these separate behaviors, attitudes, and mindsets? Well, yes. Chapter 2. A Detox to End Them All A dopamine detox is a new strategy that can help you reduce the levels of dopamine your brain is used to. It's a relatively new technique that draws from existing theories and research to help you unplug and cut down on all the activities that are keeping you hooked. If you do such a detox, you'll notice that much of the vocabulary comes from the addiction world, and that's because the underlying mechanisms for classic addictions to things like alcohol or drugs are essentially the same as the ones keeping you hooked to online shopping, Instagram, or doom-scrolling on your phone at night when you should be sleeping. One of the most effective biohacks you can orchestrate for yourself is not to develop superhuman memory or bulletproof immunity, but rather to break the mental and psychological change of dopamine tolerance. Your brain's used to receiving dopamine from easy activities or from activities that induce a high level of this substance. We can get the rush in a way that does not require us to work for it, 
and that puts us off other activities that lead to better results and are overall healthier and more purposeful but feel too dull when compared to all the tasks that give us instant gratification. Nope, it's not an existential crisis. Your dopamine system's just broken. A dopamine detox is a tool for resetting your brain and allowing you to experience things anew. Now, even though it's called a detox, this doesn't mean that dopamine is a toxic substance or that you can purge it from your brain. It'll still be there. You'll just get a break from the high dopamine levels that can be difficult to manage and that keep you from doing other things. Chapter 2. A Detox to End Them All A dopamine detox is a new strategy that can help you reduce the levels of dopamine your brain is used to. It's a relatively new technique that draws from existing theories and research to help you unplug and cut down on all the activities that are keeping you hooked. If you do such a detox, you'll notice that much of the vocabulary comes from the addiction world, and that's because the underlying mechanisms for classic addictions to things like alcohol or drugs are essentially the same as the ones keeping you hooked to online shopping, Instagram, or doom-scrolling on your phone at night when you should be sleeping. One of the most effective biohacks you can orchestrate for yourself is not to develop superhuman memory or bulletproof immunity, but rather to break the mental and psychological change of dopamine tolerance. Your brain's used to receiving dopamine from easy activities or from activities that induce a high level of this substance. We can get the rush in a way that does not require us to work for it, and that puts us off other activities that lead to better results and are overall healthier and more purposeful but feel too dull when compared to all the tasks that give us instant gratification. Nope, it's not an existential crisis. Your dopamine system's just broken. A dopamine detox is a tool for resetting your brain and allowing you to experience things anew. Now, even though it's called a detox, this doesn't mean that dopamine is a toxic substance or that you can purge it from your brain. It'll still be there. You'll just get a break from the high dopamine levels that can be difficult to manage and that keep you from doing other things. Part 2. The Food That Fuels Us You are what you eat. Really, truly, and literally, every organ and tissue and molecule and even atom that is inside your body has come from somewhere, your food. Every new neural connection you make, every movement your muscles bring about, and every hair on your head is a direct result of the nutrition you take in or not. Furthermore, the food you eat affects your capacity to synthesize neurotransmitters like dopamine, which then influence every last inch of your subjective experience. Proper nutrition may seem like a pretty boring way to start a book on revamping your life, but it's no exaggeration that if you want to build a better physical experience, you need to start with the foundation. Food does two powerful things. It supplies the energy you need to power every biological function that keeps you alive, and it also provides the raw materials that your body uses to repair and build itself. What could be more fundamental than that? The food we eat has a huge impact on everything that we do, our energy levels, and 
our overall well-being. We've learned a lot more about nutrition in the past few decades, and yet there are many contradictory ideas and suggestions for improving your health. Just take a look at all the different diets that people pursue, keto, paleo, or vegan, all of which present and promote themselves as the solution to all your problems and as a path to better health and a longer life, which make this topic of interest to the biohacking community. In this section, we'll discuss some tips and strategies associated with nutrition, try to make sense of current advice, and spend some time talking about probiotics and prebiotics. Chapter 3, Fuel for Life. Nutrition is an ever-advancing science that offers new insights and new ideas about how to improve one's health through food. This also means, however, that some current information that is state-of-the-art might soon become outdated or debunked. This information is based on current trends and ideas and reflects the current understanding, but it's worth staying up to date with new findings and ideas about the topic in order to make the most informed choices. Researcher Michael Pollan, who specializes on food and nutrition, has described the current approach to food with this simple set of rules. Eat food, not too much, mostly plants. This means that we should consume primarily real food, fewer processed products or products with the complex content of chemicals or artificial foods. This is how we can describe the first phrase. The second one refers to eating in moderation and with good balance, not consuming too much of any element, like carbs, fats, or even protein, and avoiding too large portions or meals. Overindulgence is the second key thing to watch out for, and it's better to cut down portions for each meal rather than to consume too much and leave the table stuffed. The third rule refers, of course, to increased consumption of fruit and vegetables, as this is guaranteed to provide better effects for one's health. While protein is also important, adding a lot of fruit and vegetables to each meal can make a huge difference to a person's diet. Following more general principles, rather than rules that are stricter, can make you better able to control and manage your diet and stay healthy. Chapter 4. Nudging Your Nutrition Overall, nutrition is complex. We can eat foods with complex ingredients and effects. Our own genetic makeup, preferences, and traditions can shape the way in which we eat and what works best for us. If you fall down the nutrition rabbit hole, you may soon find yourself getting overwhelmed at the enormous variety of opinions out there and stress about the finer details. But although nutrition is a complicated affair within the body, it doesn't have to be complicated day to day every time we put something in our mouths. In fact, the healthiest diet is often one that is natural, intuitive, and low stress. We don't need to spend enormous amounts of money on artificial supplements and books teaching bizarre regimes to effectively upgrade our nutrition. There are some general tips that can help you construct a healthy baseline diet, and these are not, in fact, complex. For instance, you should include plenty of plants in your diet and not eat in excess, no matter what you eat. No PhD in chemistry required. A good tip is to be mindful of supplements and consult with a doctor before using one, 
especially if you're taking medication or facing health issues. Supplements serve as a complement to a good diet, but can help you compensate for some deficits. The easiest way to identify these deficits is to run blood tests. The principle is obvious. You make the most impact by identifying clear areas of deficit and targeting those first. For example, it would be useless to fine-tune your intake of micronutrients and obscure minerals if you're consistently eating less fiber every day than you need. While people can get carried away optimizing fine details in their diets, the truth is... Part 3. Sleeping Your Way to the Top In our quest to master and elevate our biology, we've considered the uber-neurochemical dopamine, as well as the effect of nutrition, and now we consider the final piece in the trio, sleep. The term biohacking has obvious programming and computer science origins, but the truth is that the human body is not at all like a machine. It's made of living components that will, even in the best-case scenario, degrade and die in time. It also does something that machines don't need to do, rest. The body is an organism that alternates between periods of energy expenditure and periods of recuperation, recovery, and regeneration. It is capable of growth and expansion, but to do so, it requires periods of relative inactivity where it goes dormant and simply rests. Therefore, to work closely with our own biology and make it the best it can be, we need to respect this natural need for downtime and use it to our advantage. This makes sleep one of the most important areas to biohack. You might have seen controversial articles about tricking your body into thriving on three hours of sleep a night, or running marathons in a fasted state. But the less glamorous truth is that a healthy, vibrant body is not a superhuman machine, but an animal with limitations that need to be respected. Part 3. Sleeping Your Way to the Top In our quest to master and elevate our biology, we've considered the uber-neurochemical dopamine, as well as the effect of nutrition, and now we consider the final piece in the trio, sleep. The term biohacking has obvious programming and computer science origins, but the truth is that the human body is not at all like a machine. It's made of living components that will, even in the best-case scenario, degrade and die in time. It also does something that machines don't need to do, rest. The body is an organism that alternates between periods of energy expenditure and periods of recuperation, recovery, and regeneration. It is capable of growth and expansion, but to do so, it requires periods of relative inactivity where it goes dormant and simply rests. Therefore, to work closely with our own biology and make it the best it can be, we need to respect this natural need for downtime and use it to our advantage. This makes sleep one of the most important areas to biohack. You might have seen controversial articles about tricking your body into thriving on three hours of sleep a night, or running marathons in a fasted state. But the less glamorous truth is that a healthy, vibrant body is not a superhuman machine, but an animal with limitations that need to be respected. 
Chapter 5. The True Importance of Sleep Sleep is, without exaggeration, the most important requirement for your health. You can go without food and water for days, and your body can happily survive for years without supplements or medicine. But ask it to go without sleep for just a few days, and the cracks will show. Does sleep improve physical health? Absolutely. Emotional health? Even more so. It can improve our relationships, our creativity, our problem-solving capacity, and many other things. While sleep is not always valued in society, more and more evidence suggests that it is one of the fundamental elements for our well-being. Here's a hint. Biohacking our sleep schedule is less about doing without sleep and more about finding ways to put sleep back in its rightful place. Sleep is neglected in society. Hustle culture suggests that we should be working as much as possible and pushing ourselves to our limits. Many workplaces interrupt the leisure time of employees, and some people can consider sleep as a liability. But research from the last few years shows, without a doubt, the power that sleep has, and just how much it impacts your health. What happens if we don't sleep? It'd be easier to list everything that is not negatively affected by sleep rather than what is. Research suggests that for most adults, teens, and kids, sleep deprivation leads to ongoing short-term and long-term effects. Without sleep, you'll have reduced attention and memory capacity. We will react slower our motor skills will be sluggish, and the times that we take to respond increase. Sleep. This has been Dopamine Detox, biohacking your way to better focus, greater happiness, and peak performance. Written by Nick Trenton, narrated by Russell Newton. Copyright 2021 by Nick Trenton. Production copyright by Nick Trenton. Amazon.com has more information regarding the author and this book. Show notes and further information can be found at RussellEricNewton.com. With an eclectic collection of insights, knowledge, and trivia from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Overwork podcast brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.